Welcome to Bad Sports. I'm your host, Eric Grundy. With me is Mark Bradford. Thank you for joining us. We hope you had a fantastic weekend. We are fired up. I've been having a pretty good weekend. Mark, how are you doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. You look you look pretty today. Do I? Yeah, Thank you. you got a little... I'm just joking. A couple black you want You want to talk about it or no? That's not a cool story. No? Okay. I got poked in the eye. Yeah. You had hard. a crazy weekend, man. Yeah, You were going fun. a little hard in the paint. I'm not going to lie. We went to our friend's hockey game Friday. His team is called the Wolfpack. They played in the uh, championship. Having chest pains. Mark's having chest pains. Uh, we got there a little late in the early in the second period. They were up two to one. They scored a goal. I didn't see their goal. I was too busy talking to my friend's parents. Um, then they were up three to one, Mark. And then what happened after that? It was then three to two. Then it was three to three. Then it was four to three. Mm-hmm. And then it was five to three, and they lost. I think they got six at the in total. At the I think end. they did, because of that one bad call. Um, man, yeah, there was a call at the very end. Our friend actually was in the play. Uh, they it was it was an icing. Our friend was chasing it, but then he uh, pulled back because it looked like the ref kind of waved him off. And then the ref never called the icing call. Puck bounces off the uh, wall. Back to like kind of the center, and they just shoot it in for a goal, and it was just, uh just frustrating. Like I said, it was a very organized beer league. That's very cool. organized. They all had uniforms. It was yeah. very with their names on them. They both both teams had coaches, which I wonder if they that were wearing really... three piece suits. Yeah, and ties. Pat came out wearing a fucking vest at the end. That's pretty cool. He looked like the Riddler or something. Yeah, I think I I. I support that. That's pretty cool if they can get into it. They both teams had coaches, which I find interesting. Do you think that contributed to both of them being in the championship for like a beer league? Do you think mm-hmm. it's beneficial to have a coach? I don't know. I'd like to see what the skill level of the other teams were. Yeah. True. True. Maybe they were just the two hands down the two best teams. Mm-hmm. All in all, it was a fun night. I enjoyed seeing we saw some old friends and got to see our friend's parents and his girlfriend and watch him play. It was great. I had a pretty good Saturday too. How you seem like you had a fun one. We'll, we won't get into that, though. So, starting off, you can go to our Patreon page. It's five bucks a month. You can write in questions. We will read your questions on air. You can also suggest categories, articles. Ask us anything. We'd love to talk to you. This is if you want, to, want it to be right on the show. If you want to just talk to us, feel free to reach us out on social media. Tell us what you think. If we have any hot takes, like, you know... The Dallas Cowboys suck, or the Yankees suck, and you want to argue about that, write in. Trevor Slade writes in. He said, who should the Red Wings target in the offseason? In my opinion, Josh Manson, solid defensive man who is only 30 and could help a young defensive core. Max Domi, I don't know how to say his name, gives us Perfect. gives you grit and could also contribute. And Johnny Goudreau, Goudreau, Goudreau. Goudreau. that's a cool name. Pure goal scorer needed and don't always need to two-way forwards. And then he gives an honorable mention. Nazim Kadri, dude's an agitator, goal scorer, and all-around good player. To be honest, I don't know. I'm not that familiar with uh, any upcoming free agents in the NHL. I only know kind of the main stars of the NHL. I couldn't name. Johnny Gaudreau is one of the main stars, I'd say. Yeah. The name sounds familiar. Max Domi would be cool. I think, I don't know who, I can't suggest who they're going to get, but I do feel like Steve's going to get something. He's already signing people. I've mm-hmm. noticed he's made a few signings already. They seem like they're younger players, though. And uh, Trevor also writes in with the NHL playoffs starting. What looks like the most exciting series? To me, it's the Wild versus the Blues. Seems like in a mid-2000s rivalry. Going to be some brawls and be super intense. Oh, for sure. I imagine that's going to be really close. I mean... The Blues, they won recently. I feel like they are they kind of have a... What's, what's the saying? They got a chip on their shoulder. The Blues, they want to go back to their winning ways. I, in the wild, they're trying to make a name for themselves as well. My opinion, I think if I had to look at the matchups right now in the playoffs, 
I'm really curious. I want to watch the Tampa Bay and the Maple Leafs. I think mm-hmm. that one's going to be very intense. Sorry. So there's just a car outside. <laughs> that was an ad. What about you? What's your favorite matchup? Uh, Florida and Washington. Florida and Washington. With Interested to see how Florida's going to do. Yeah, if they can continue their momentum. They've been on fire. They're looking like the best team in the NHL and the best Florida Panthers team we've ever seen. They're all like, they have the best Florida Panthers goal scorer. They're on hot streaks. They are just killing it. Write into us. Tell us what you think, what your favorite playoff matchup is. Mine is the Maple Leafs versus the Lightning. And on to our bad sports quote of the day. Today is uh, May 5th, or May 1st, sorry. <laughs> Not May 5th, Cinco de Mayo. It's uh, May 1st, and this is also the same day that the legendary Ayrton Senna passed away while racing in F1. And this is our bad sports quote. You should know that by being a racing driver, you are under risk all the time. And by being a racing driver means you are racing with other people. And if you no longer go for a gap that exists, you're no longer a racing driver because we are competing. We are competing to win. And, and the main motivation to all of us is to compete for a victory. It's not to come third. So he died in a crash? He died in a crash. Dang, that's baller. So that quote is, if I had to interpret it, it's talking about the specific situation of a team ordering someone not to overtake their teammate who's in the lead and they all every driver they have a conflict with that an inner conflict because like he said they all everyone's on the grid because they want to win it's sometimes like uh, his teammate Alan, Alan Prost there's been moments where they've told Senna not to overtake Alan Prost and he's just like oh. I'm trying to fucking win but I love that quote the uh Today's experts reference that all the time. Legendary, legendary driver. He was a three-time world champion, Brazilian native. He tragically perished in a car accident driving for Williams. But yeah. When was that? What year was that? 1994. Today. Today. Yep. to the NBA playoffs. Very exciting first round. The Warriors defeat the Nuggets. I'm just going to do a brief recap. So you got the Bucks. They beat the Bulls 4-1. Warriors beat the Nuggets 4-1 in the series. The 76ers, they, they finished. They defeated the Raptors 4-2. This is kind of a dramatic one, though. They, they destroyed them 132-97. Very, very dominant Jeez. fashion. But the victory did come with a costly injury to their star player, Joel Embiid, who put up 33 points that night, clearly a big part of their win. Um, That game's a lot closer if you take away those 33 points. He suffered an orbital fracture and a concussion. Took an elbow to the face, looked like. And he's out indefinitely. And this couldn't come at a worse time for the 76ers. They got James Harden, though. We're going to see how good he is. How did he fracture his orbital? He looks like I didn't a... see it. I think he was guarding a player who had the ball, and they just turned, and like they, he took an elbow to the Ooh, face. Oh, that would hurt so bad. And if you don't know, your orbital bone is the bone around your eye. And it's he also took a... He had a concussion as well. The, cu- the concussion alone is going to put him out for a little bit, too, yeah. I'm sure. But that orbital fracture, that is... Uh, that is salt on the wound for the 76ers and him, obviously. I feel bad for him because this is probably one of his best years. He's an MVP candidate. Now he's out in the playoffs. He can't contribute as much as he'd like to. going to be interesting. And then uh, the Suns defeated the Pelicans 4-2 in a very, very close matchup that I think people expected. They knew they were going to win, but they only won. They won in a four-two series. Mm-hmm. They closed it off with a one-fifteen-one-zero-nine win, and man, Chris Paul set an NBA record. 
going 14 for 14 f- from the field. Perfect game. Three or three points. That's impressive. What I'm laughing at is you think the abbreviation for assist <laughs> is ass? You put ass? You ate ass on ate ass on the night? It's ast. <laughs> you know, I like to I like to make my own rules. <laughs> I'm like, what? Ate ass? <laughs> Why not? We like. <laughs> He did. He had eight ass on the night. Eight assists. <laughs> Hell of a game from Chris Paul. That is why we are very confident in the Suns. I think that just shows who, like, the difference between a great player and a good player. He just turned up in a game that mm-hmm. really mattered, especially a team like the Pelicans. Good on them, by the way. If you're a New Orleans fan, fucking good job. Hang on. I want to. Good job for the Pelicans. Seriously. They, they've come a long way. That was a very great showing against a damn good team. One of the best teams in the league. Moving on, the Mavericks defeat the Jazz 4-2. to The Mavs survived with a close 98-96 win over the Utah Jazz. Uh, the Jazz the Jazz player Bogdanovich missed a wide-open three-point buzzer beater. But is he, like, a shooter-shooter, though? No, I watched the play. It was more... He was just open. It was the perfect uh, shot opportunity. He had the everyone else's covered very well. He got open, and then he made a move to dodge a player, and he was wide open. No one was in front of him. He took like a step, did a three point, did, shot the three pointer, and missed. Mm. And it's just one of those gut punches, man. I feel bad for him. A lot of people are probably dogging on him, which mm, probably not. I don't know. You'd be surprised. I'm sure jazz, some jazz fans. I'm sure are they would upset, rather have. At least he didn't air ball. They probably wanted the ball in someone else's hands for a three pointer. Yeah. But it just didn't work out. So Dallas advances to the second round for the first time since 2011, and that's when they won the title. Coincidentally, mm-hmm. this is interesting. I think the Mavericks this series, uh, they. This kind of uh, geared them up for a good playoff run. I don't think the Jazz were the easiest team to face in the first round, and they got past them. Curious to see how uh, Doncic is going to do and his Mavericks. <coughs> Doncic. Don, Don, Don the Grizzlies came on top over the Timberwolves. They defeated them in the, in the series 4-2. to two. Memphis, they held on. They put them away in a 114-106 victory despite Anthony Edwards' stellar 30-point game. Dylan, so I looked at the box score of the Grizzlies, and this is why I was impressed. I saw that Dylan Brooks and Desmond Bain led the Grizzlies with 23 points each. And uh, an MSU alumni, Jaron Jackson Jr., also put up 18 points. Which, you look at the Timberwolves, man, they didn't have that good of a spread throughout the team. Like, the... the the Grizzlies won because I'm really seeing the impact of John Moran. Like he's yeah, not always for sure. he's not always leading all the time. Sometimes he is, but you're starting to see the team get better around him, and that's fascinating. I love seeing that. Now the Timberwolves might be a little salty right now, or a little little disappointed despite having a great run in the playoffs. Uh, D'Angelo Russell, who averages 18.1 points a game. Mm-hmm. He only mustered up seven points on this game, three for seven on the field. How do you? F- he makes around uh, thirty million a year. He's the thirty-second highest player. Not what you want to see from your one of your star players on the no. court, especially getting outplayed by Anthony Edwards and also Jaden McDaniels. Uh, went eight for nine on the night, twenty-four points. He was in the same draft class as Anthony Edwards. And you got D'Angelo Russell only getting seven points, three for seven. That's got to be a killer, man. I was, I expected definitely more doesn't from help. Him. No. Uh, curious to see. I mean, he'll probably be in the Timberwolves probably for another year, I think. And curious to see what they do. They need. They're still a young team, but I mean, he also didn't shoot that much either. No, no, he didn't. Some of them were kind of hogging. Maybe they were hogging the ball a little too much. It's easy to look at the stats and say, oh, this guy sucks. But 
I know Patrick Beverly like said something about him saying that like we expected more from him, but maybe they just weren't feeding him enough. Maybe they weren't setting him up. He didn't take that many shots. I mean, how is he going to put up the points if he doesn't have the opportunities? And, yeah, that sums up the first round of the NBA playoffs. Let's look at the matchups, and we will make some predictions. In the East, you got the Bucks versus the Celtics. That'll be fun. What, who? Yeah, it's probably... Honestly, that might be the best. All of these are going to be very exciting matchups, but the Bucks for the Cel- versus the Celtics, that's going to be pretty good. Well, I mean... <clears throat> I think any series with the Bucks, just because Giannis is, <clears throat> I think, the best player in the league right now. Agreed. And so any series with him is going to be fun to watch. You ever notice how long his arms are? Yeah, he's a giant. Crazy. They are the defending champions. The Celtics are coming off a strong series win, sweeping the nets. I think these, these two teams, nothing against the 76ers or the Heat. That's the other matchup in the East. I kind of feel like the Bucks and the Celtics seems like the championship round for me, but it's going to be, I don't know. I think the Celtics, am I, this might go to game seven. Or is it, is that out of game? Is it best of seven? Yeah, it's yeah. best of seven. I think, uh, I th- I'm going to predict the Bucks coming out on top of the Celtics, but I think it's going to be go down to the wire. What do you think? Who's going to I win? think the same thing. Bucks. All right. Bucks and six. Okay. 76ers versus the Heat. Heat. Jimmy Butler versus the Heat. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Butler is expected to play, although the Heat do have a few other injuries. Who do you got? Oh, and obviously we just mentioned Joel Embiid is out indefinitely. That does change things. Yeah. If Joel was in, I don't know if I would be so strong in this. I'm going to say the Heat. Heat and five. Heat are going to take advantage of that. They showed Probably. that in their first series that they can win without without their star players. They had intru- they put well, the Duncan Falcons Robinson away really pretty stepped up pretty easy. Oh, did I talk about that series? I actually missed that one. The Heat and the the Falcons or, or Hawks. Oh my God, I said Falcons. <laughs> uh, the Heat and the They're Hawks. Birds. They're both birds. Yeah. I think the Heat are going to win. Any th- final thoughts on that one? Yeah, Heat and Five, like I said. Gotcha. All right. And in the West, we got the Warriors versus the Grizzlies. I like the Grizzlies. They are definitely the underdog in this. Sucks that they have to play the Warriors. The Warriors are just on fire, man. They're looking scary. I'm going to go with the Warriors. Me too. I'd like to see. I would, Six games. I want the Grizzlies to win, but if I had to choose who I think is going to win, it's the Warriors for sure. Steph Curry, the, not even just Steph Curry, but the whole team in general seems like they're, they are grooving right now. They are all playing at their best. They just seem unstoppable. Mm-hmm. The Mavericks versus the Suns. Yeah, we talk about two great teams. Chris Paul was perfect, though, last yeah. night's game. I think I'm going to go with the Suns. Me I think too. they're going to outlast the Mavericks. I don't think the Mavericks have uh, enough star-studded players to carry them over the top. Doncic will do his thing, but Doncic. I just want you to say Doncic. I should just, I'll go back to say Doncic. Yeah. I believe those are our predictions. I think the Suns are going to beat the Mavericks. Warriors are going to beat the Grizzlies. Heat are going to beat the 76ers and the Bucks versus uh, the Celtics. I think the Bucks are going to win. Um, You're talking about the Bucks again? I just recapped all my questions. Oh, okay. Baseball. 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 First headline, I I feel like it's worth talking. Talking about is the Dodgers pitcher Trevor Bauer. He is suspended for two full seasons. That's a lot. It's a long time. Due to multiple sexual assault accusations. It is the longest punishment under the sports domestic violence policy since it was instituted in August 2015. Bauer has filed a lawsuit against the first woman who accused him. And this is a, there is a statement that was released by the district attorney's office. And it is... Uh, all right, so... Whoa. As part of its declination, 
Is that right? Declination? The district attorney's office wrote, quote, After a thorough review of all the available evidence, including the civil restraining order proceedings, witness statements, and the physical evidence, the people are unable to prove the relevant charges beyond a reasonable doubt. So he will not be uh, facing charges. He is just being suspended at the moment, and he is filing a lawsuit against one of the accusers. Okay. Good luck with that. Yeah, it's not good. It's looking kind of rough right now for him. I'm sure he can still... God, that's got to be like an expensive court battle. It's just terrible rep for him. Yeah, well, it's not a good no luck press at is all. bad press, I guess. Well, that's not a good one. <laughs> and I, I don't have many thoughts to say on it. Uh, there is no, I guess currently there is no evidence that it's true. But either way, there's also oh, a third did woman you, did just come out and say that she's also accusing him of, the, of a very similar the, thing. Did you skip the top half of this on purpose? Because it gets pretty graphic. What do, you, what do you mean? The DA, the district attorney's office, considered and rejected charges of... I, I didn't want to... <laughs> assault by means likely to produce great bodily injury, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> it's a bit It's dark. a bit much. That's why I don't want to cover it, yeah. Uh, if you want to look at the, the detail of what he's actually charged of, it's just, I'm going to just kind of simplify it by saying sexual assault. If you want to look into detail what it is more, that's on you. In other news... It. Stick, uh, sticking to the Dodgers bullpen, Kershaw becomes the Dodgers' all-time strikeout leader over our Detroit rookie, Spencer Torkelson. How do you feel about him right now? I think he's getting humbled like right. a motherfucker. Right. <coughs> he was a big shot, drafted first overall from I mean, Arizona State. Looked like he was kind of cocky coming in. But he's good defense, though. He's a great defensive player, for sure. Yeah, Had a rough start with the Tigers... Took him like like seven games to get his first hit, something like that, five or seven. Mm. And first home run, I should say. Yeah, Sorry. home run. Home run. But I mean, you and, home run once every five games, that's not bad. Well, I don't know what his stats are exactly, but I know he's been struck out. There's one game, um, what was it, against the White Sox? It was like in the ninth inning, he got struck out, and he was fucking pissed. He kind of yelled. It looked like he was a little... Uh, like he lost his composure, but again, here he is up against Kershaw, the fucking best in the league, man. He got mowed down. So I think that was helping. Good. I'm glad Kershaw did that. I hope it fucking makes him better. Well, I mean, Kershaw can strike out anybody. I know. Does my mic sound weird to you? No. No. Well, okay. Maybe it's just maybe my ears are a little plugged. Are you talking about the volume? No. Yeah. I can always adjust it later. Don't worry about it. In other news, Mike Clevenger is set to return Tuesday for the Padres. It's his first game since 2020, the 2020 postseason, when he led San Diego to the National League Division Series against the Dodgers. He's had two Tommy John surgeries and knee and a knee injury this preseason. Damn, two Tommy John surgeries. That's not good, man. No. Seems like I can't say I'm enth- like enthusiastic about his return. I mean, they say you come back stronger, but what about after two of them? What happens if you get hurt even again? Can stronger. they do? Can they, even more stronger? If they, I see. I think that's bullshit because if they did make you stronger, then why would you just why do them just, anyways? Yeah, like well, how come everybody like, isn't getting elbow surgery then? Here for that Tommy John's doc. Yeah, give me that Tommy John. Did you? What's wrong with your elbow? Nothing. Nothing, man. Feels Just great. Give me that. Feels great, actually. A what? <laughs> Just give me that Tommy John surgery, bro. Break my elbow and put it back together. Did you even have to break it, or can you just like cut it and redo? I don't know. So Clevenger is thirty-one. He was one of the game's best pitchers from two thousand seventeen to twenty twenty, when he went forty-one and twenty with a two point nine six ERA. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. Along with a one point one five WHIP. What is what's the oh I think it's walks and hits for innings pitched. Okay, that's a low so number. So each inning pitched, he's allowing one point one five walks or hits. I guess. Wow, and he averaged ten point two strikeouts per nine innings. That's pretty fucking impressive. Yeah. Who knows? He looks like he's uh he might be the exception to come back strong. He could be. He looks like he could. No, I think I said that. Right. He's the exception for uh. I don't know what I'm saying. Uh, 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 uh. He's going to be 
I think he could come back strong. He might be the exception, and he could recover and re- redeem his career after that long, long time out. Any any thoughts, Mark? Any baseball news you want to talk about? Uh, no. Tigers well, lost five in a row. They beat the Dodgers last they did? night. Yeah, Javier Baez kind of came out on top. He was a uh, he was he helped us lead. I really like what he's doing. Very productive. Surprising for me. Yeah. I thought he would have a little pressure being the first year with Detroit. No, he's doing great, man. He might be one of our best free agent signings mm-hmm. in a while. Definitely. That is all we have for baseball. Up next, we're going to talk about the NFL. You're listening to Bad Sports. Hollywood Brown was traded from Baltimore that to Arizona is. for the Eric Cardinal the Arizona Cardinals first round pick. Hollywood Brown is an incredible name. That's his nickname. Is it? Yeah, oh. Marquis Brown. Oh sweet. It's still a nickname. Oh. So I remember Marquis Brown having some pretty bad drops last year. Especially against that game with the Lions. He dropped a couple touchdown yeah. passes. He's very fast. He is a speed burner. But his hands aren't the greatest. I think the Cardinals... I don't know if I would have given the first round for him. Who knows? He's all right. He's, I guess he's established, but he's dropped a lot of touchdown passes. What do you think about that? Would you take Marquis Brown for a first round pick? Um, depends on who you... Depends on who you can potentially get in the first round. There's some, who, did, there's who, did they, who did they draft with that pick? They drafted... Uh, Oh, Tyler Lindenbaum as his replacement. And then the other blockbuster trade. This is huge. The Tennessee Titans traded A.J. Brown to Philadelphia for their 18th overall pick, and he signed a $100 million four-year contract. Too much money. Tennessee uses their pick to select Traylon Burks from Arkansas, I believe, as his replacement. Now you got Traylon Burks and Robert Woods. And you didn't have to pay AJ Brown a hundred million. A lot of Tennessee Titans fans are pretty upset about it. I know. Tra- I talked to Trevor about it. He's not that upset about it. He's fine. But a lot I've, of other ones are pretty pissed. I don't really think he's worth a hundred million dollars or twenty-five million a year. I mean, a lot of times when you overpay for a wide receiver, they don't pan out. He maybe he'll do better in Philly. Yeah, so now in Philadelphia, they do have A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith lining up across from each other. That is a hell of a duo. But they also have Jalen Rager, and he's been a bust. The Eagles have been struggling to get a wide receiver on their team. Devontae Smith is a – he wasn't terrible, but he wasn't great either. He he was all right, but I think they might have been expecting a little bit more out of him. I don't I don't think he was like a real game changer like, they, like he was in Alabama. But with A.J. Brown there – Maybe he can expose the defense a little more. I think, as of right now, it's a pretty even win-win for both of them. We'll see if Philadelphia overpaid. I think they're just super fucking desperate for a receiver, man. Yeah. They're like, fuck it, we'll we'll get A.J. Brown. What will for sure make him sign with us. Yeah. He had he missed four games last year, too, and he was just shy over 1,000 yards. The two years prior, he did have 1,000-yard seasons, so... He's a pretty, he's a, I would say he's an elite wide receiver. Maybe. Later we'll on in the draft, uh, Malik Willis goes to the Tennessee Titans. Kenny Pickett goes, stays in Pittsburgh, goes to the Steelers, and Desmond Ritter goes to Atlanta. Any other, did you watch the draft at all? No, not really. It was, uh, I, I just watched the first round and I kind of followed it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Other notable draft picks, so Trayvon Walker from Georgia, the defensive end, was selected first overall by the Jaguars. That was a smart move. Mm-hmm. If I was the Jags, I would have picked him too. Aiden Hutchinson goes to the Lions. Derek Stingley Jr. from LSU goes to the Houston Texans, which I know I'm a Lions fan, but, God, I feel, bad. Like, I feel like the Texans are such a lost franchise. Yeah. Like, no one's excited about their coach, GM. No. At least the Lions fans are they're pretty – content with the new regime 
Sauce Gardner goes fourth overall from Cincinnati to the Jets. That was a good pickup by them. The Jets are definitely loading up on defense. Kayvon Thibodeau goes to the Giants. And Akeem Ekwanu from NC State offensive tackle goes to the Panthers. Very interesting draft. It was fun. The Lions traded up to get Jameson Williams. A lot of people hated that. I thought it was a great choice. I think yeah, it was a great choice, too. There's... There's a lot. It's a deep wide receiver class, mm-hmm. but let's be honest. There is an elite tier, and then there's like a good tier. At some point, there are. There's like five receivers that are day one stars. Like they, a lot of them could be day one stars, but there's. I think there's a big drop off between like Chris Olave, Jameson Williams, and Garrett Wilson, to uh, other like third round wide receivers. But yeah, it was very very interesting. Let me see if there's any notable other notable picks. Um, my fascination with the draft is that you know everyone is celebrating after every single pick. They all think they did a yeah. great job. But then you know, fast forward to the end of the season, and there's a lot of people getting fired still. I always wonder if you can see if a player is, has fake fake excitement on their face. Like yeah. Find out. Like, I mean, I'm sure Aiden Hutchinson's fine with going to the Lions, but there's probably a lot of other players that would have been like, "Fuck," you know. A lot of people in the Lions community were concerned with both of their reactions, not just Jamo's, but Aiden's as well. Yeah. A lot of people think that neither of them seemed happy to be there or thrilled. Jamo Williams, um, he was. There was a video of him celebrating with the fans. I think Jamison Williams is actually a really... Mm-hmm. I think he has a unique pet personality. I think he's just very stoic and okay. like an introvert. Yeah. I think he's just really fucking quiet. Yeah. And he doesn't really show his excitement as much as other people. Aiden Hutchinson, he seemed like he was fucking... He just went to a Tigers game, dude. I think he's going to love in Detroit. It's, it's his home state, right? He's yeah. from here. He's from Michigan. Other notable news in the NFL... The Giants declined Daniel Jones's fifth-year option, putting him on the back burner, basically telling him, this is the year, bitch. Fucking get your shit together. Yeah, if you don't win, you're gone. Get out. And if he loses his job, he's going to be on the bus with Baker Mayfield. A what? Because right now, that guy, I think he's still at the Browns, but... Yeah, he is. He's not going to be a starter anymore. No, no, and then after sure, that, no. that's your basically backup tier. It's tough to come back from, tough to become a starter again, especially I'm when you're fighting for my life. Pretty Sorry. much. It's okay. Especially when you're just coming off of mediocre performances. Yeah, and mediocre commercials. Yeah. I'm just joking. But now Patrick Mahomes is doing all the. State oh, he's farm. doing all the commercials now. I wonder why. Money. Yeah. I mean, like. Do you think he's just like, well, but his agent's like, we, need, another, we need to do all the commercials. I'll take another $25 million. Yeah. The Raiders also declined the fifth-year options, but for multiple players, and those players just so happen to be their 2019 first-rounders. That's not a good sign. If you're a Raiders fan, you can't be happy about that. Those players are running back Josh Jacobs, safety Jonathan Abram, and defensive end, Cleveland Farrell? I don't know. Is that how you... Looks about right. Yeah. That... I'm... St- okay, the Josh Jacobs one surprised me. They're me not s- satisfied with him. I don't think he was doing terrible. No. I don't. I just don't think... I'm not sure they had the best line. Because, I mean, Derek Carr could barely get a fucking pass, pass off. I'm surprised they're letting Josh Jacobs go. Or maybe they're just uh, making him prove it. I, I don't know. Very interesting... Maybe they will sign him later on. Uh, the Bears, to, they released Nick Foles, freeing up $8 million in their cap cap space. $8 million is not a whole lot in the football world. No, but I think Nick's done. He's Probably. been in the league for a while. That yeah. was good by the Bears. Get someone young in there. I mean, or at least younger. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily young, young, but... Yeah, you got to have someone. Maybe another veteran for Justin Fields, because... That guy seems a little lost. I'm very curious to see how Justin Fields is going to do as a starter next year. I'm looking forward to it, actually. That's all we got for the NFL. 
Anything you want to talk about before we go? No, sir. Yeah? Yeah. You said you like the Lions draft? I do. Well, yes. Um, I do. I do like that Aiden Hutchinson was around for us to grab him. I mean, I expected him to be drafted first overall, mm-hmm. but I'm glad that he didn't for the sake that we have him now. And, yeah, I like that they got Jamison Williams, too. They definitely I went think defensive. That his injury the rest. the injury he had isn't that big of a deal anymore. No. They know how to fix it now. Uh, and he's already running a 4-4-40. Is he really? I know yeah. he's, I heard he's running. And he, they interviewed him, and they asked him straight up, when do you think he'll be back? And he was like, I'm hoping to be back by training camp. Now, you can take that a few ways. You can just say, like, his agent just said, tell him training camp. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But... Maybe he, I don't know, I don't think he'd be lying, but he injured it in, he injured it in January, and mm-hmm. they usually take eight to nine months anyway, so I wouldn't be surprised if uh, he's fully recovered by week one. Me neither. I am super pumped. I'm happy with all of it. I like Brad Holmes and what he's done. I'm sure every fan's probably saying that about their team, though. Everyone's, what I love about the draft, though, is that you could just look at, every fan page of of a team and like after I look at under the comments of every player drafted and everyone could just it's so easy to be like this guy could be the steal yeah. of the draft though he could be really good diamond and rough right. like they say that about everyone but I love it the draft's f- so fascinating to me <laughs> it's like everyone's just happy oh like that guy he's great too oh he's gonna be the best and then at the end of the year he got People like Amari Rogers for the Packers fucking dropping passes and not looking anything like their highlight reel from no. Clemson, which I love. I love seeing that stark difference from you see these guys coming off college like they're just absolute ballers, and then they go to the NFL and they just can't do shit. It's a whole different ball game. I love that. Love seeing it. Playing with grown men now. Mm-hmm. That concludes our football segment. Up next, we're going to talk about the NHL. You're listening to Bad Sports. All right, so some breaking news. The Detroit Red Wings have decided that they will not renew Jeff Blaschel's contract as head coach. It was a rough year. Sorry. Get out of here, Blashell. Man, you, I just feel like it's really easy to make excuses and say that mm-hmm. he did not have the team to win. But my God, he really did not show any improvement not, or any development. He, I don't know what he was doing. He's I don't been think the there. team respected him very much either. It just didn't seem like they were playing for him. No. Like, um, who's the coach for the Islanders? The guy, Barry, uh, the guy uh, from uh, the Capitals, Barry, Barry Trotz. Trost. His first year at the Islanders, man, they were balling out. I'm pretty sure they went to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You see really good coaches like that who've won Stanley Cup championships. When they go to a team, they, some coaches just have these players playing for them. They can turn them around. Uh Blashell, I just don't think has that. No. He's known for developing young talent, but by God, he did not do that. That was smart. That makes me happy for Stevie Y. I, that makes me trust in him more, knowing that he's got standards. And yeah. He, yeah, well, go on. When you finish 32 and 40 and 10, uh, you know, 26 points out of the playoffs, six years in a row we haven't been to the playoffs, which is, I don't like going to the first round just to lose anyways, so whatever, but... Mm-hmm. Still, man, not a winning record in seven years. He wasn't the only one fired, though, was he? No, he wasn't. Uh, the only one that stayed was Alex Tangay. So maybe he'll be the head coach. I mean, you would... Really? Oh, he's I mean, assi- it could he's be. He's the assistant coach. It's a quick option. I'm not sure. If, I think they might. I personally think they'll leave him as, as assistant coach, maybe, and find a new coach. Or maybe they just uh, maybe Sergey Fedorov. You think so? Be cool. That would be cool. Season four, former Red Wings comeback coach Stevie Wise running the helm mm-hmm. as GM. 
I'd be cool with that. Yeah, so Blasio went 204 and 261 with a win percentage of 0.447. That's not good, man. No, not at all. It's just not acceptable. At some point, you have to be held accountable. It's just not meant to be. I think he's just going to go back to the AHL. Where he belongs. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't blame them giving him a shot. It did not work out. I mean, giving him seven years is more than a shot. That's They gave him a career. They did. So he was hired as head coach by Ken Holland, too. Yeah. You got to remember, Stevie Y did give him a chance, but that's not Stevie's guy. Steve's going to – I'm very, very curious to see who he's going to select as his first choice for the Red Wings head coaching position. You know it's going to be a good one. Yeah. Uh, the previous head coach, Mike Babcock, he left for Toronto Maple Leafs. Um, I don't think he's there anymore, but he – Mike Babcock was uh he ran the team for a long time yeah, for about eleven a, seasons. I liked his tenure. Yeah, he was pretty good. I liked him as a Red Red Wings coach. A lot of I guess some players came out and said that he was an asshole after he left, but uh, God, I, I definitely liked his tenure better than Blashell. He I know mm-hmm. he had big shoes to fill, but god damn. Did not work out. I'm very happy for that though. I am happy that the Red Wings are moving on. Me too. From everybody except Tangay. So it's like really cleaned house with the coaching staff. Yep. Let's do it, baby. All right. Uh, some soccer news. Just a little bit of <laughs> just a fun headline. Real Madrid just won their league record of their 35th La Liga title with a 4-0 to zero win over Espanol. Wow. Look at this picture, man. That's a whooping in soccer. Oh, yeah. They whooped that ass. Whooping that ass. Look at this picture. Carlo Ancelotti uh, celebrating after becoming the first manager to win all the top five leagues. Look at this motherfucker. Damn. He's the coach of Real Madrid. I bet that's an expensive cigar. What a fucking boss. He's just sitting there with his, I don't know if those are fans or players, but he's just got sunglasses on. He's got the Real Madrid scarf around his suit. Fucking smoking a cigar. Absolute baller. First manager ever to win the top five leagues. That's cool. Arguably, I mean, those have to be players. Strong, I think those are players. Probably. You never know. This guy kind of looks like a. They probably are, though. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So, on to our bad sports moment. You might have heard about this. This is the incident between Angel Hernandez and Kyle Schwarber. I saw this, and, uh, you know, this This is one of the reasons that I don't like baseball. One of the few things I don't like about baseball. This guy's I, the reason that they're experimenting with uh, the strike zone, automated strike zones. The are robots. they doing this? That's, in some of the minor that's leagues. My, I, I've, that's not your idea. I thought about that before I heard about it. I <laughs> I'm serious. I've been preaching that they need uh, yep. AI umpires. I, but I think a lot of people have, too, though. I mean, it's not that like original of an idea, I guess. But here's the here's the incident between Kyle Schwarber and Angel Hernandez. Here it comes. Called strike three, and Schwarber is thrown out of the game, and he had zero issue with getting thrown out. Making it very clear, you've missed him inside, outside, up and down. Kyle Schwarber thrown out after being punched out. By Angel Hernandez and Joe may go too. What does it say? Oh, both sides horrible. So he's not even saying you're uh, discriminating towards me. You're just a shitty overall. Yeah, up. pretty much. He looked like a wrestler up there, like doing a performance. <laughs> he did. He was very animated. He looked like he's taunting the crowd. Like, as like a wrestler, it you know, rehearsed like, almost inside, outside, up, down. The the arm motions. <laughs> and you gotta Baseball remember, players freak out. They have like the best freakouts. They do. Philadelphia is like one of the most toxic cities too. You do not. I mean, sure. got out of all all the places to make a really genuinely bad call. Oh. They're gonna Out eat in Philly, you alive. better 
take the secret tunnel out. Absolutely. They'll kill you. They'll kill you. They'll kill you in Philly. They don't give a fuck. I will fucking kill you, bud. It's shit on. Yeah, I, I think he's he's notoriously called really bad games. A lot of people, he has a reputation. He's not the most respected umpire. Angel Hernandez. No, for sure not. And I hate that, man. That sucks. That's one of the things, that's the thing I hate the most about baseball. It's just an umpire could literally look at a ball, go outside of the plate, but if he says strike, it's it a strike. Yeah. Could be wherever he wants He it. literally di- dictate, dictates the game. And I hate that. I hate that. Being a home plate umpire is a huge responsibility. Because I hate people. <laughs> people suck. I fucking hate people. <laughs> They're corrupt. Robots are way better. <laughs> well, to a degree. No, I don't know. That's have you not seen iRobot? I have, yeah. It used to be my favorite movie when I was a kid. Then I realized when how bad inter- it was. He's interrogating the robot. <laughs> and the robot freaks out. He's like... That one's called anger. I was like, oh, dang. <laughs> he got pulled one over on the robot. Yeah. I. People like Angel Hernandez, they uh, give the umpires a bad rep. Although I do respect umpires. I've umped a game. I've told my story on the podcast. I know they go through a lot. They go through hell. And that was just church, church softball. That was a church softball league. Christians. Sometimes they're the meanest people. Oh yeah. No, I got I had a I got out of there. I was worried for my life. <laughs> Do you guys walk me out? Those guys are scary. They said they're waiting for me in the parking lot. I I'm actually more afraid of them still than the Phillies fans. I would I mean, be too. Because the Christians, they got crosses on them, man. They're ready to go. Mm-hmm. A little sharpened at the end. Just stab you. Stab you with a cross. <laughs> Yeah, that is our bad sports moment. That is all we have for today. Thank you for sticking around. Anything you're looking forward to, Mark? You excited for the NHL playoffs? I'm excited for the NHL playoffs, yeah. Um, I think that Washington could potentially upset Florida. In fact, I'm going to almost guarantee it. Okay, that's your hot take? Mark's hot take. You know, part of me wonders, like, they're on such a hot streak right now. Is it too early? Is Maybe. that going to fade out? Well, playoffs are just different hockey, too. It is, man. Playoff hockey is uh, it's such a roll of the dice. doesn't matter how good you're doing. The weakest team could come. Like last year. Last year, the Montreal Canadiens, who were last place, by the way, this year. Mm-hmm. They shouldn't have even been in the playoffs, and they made it, and they went to the Stanley Cup Finals. Yeah. They upset everybody on the way. You never fucking know. I think the Lightning are going to make a strong push, though. They're the defending Stanley Cup champions. I, if it comes, if they have to face the Panthers, I'm going to predict the Lightning coming out on top. They're not going to because Washington's going to win first round. Okay. Who do you think is going to win it all? Want me to lead, read off the teams? Uh, tough call. So, I have, we have the uh, Florida, Washington, Toronto, Tampa Bay, Carolina, Boston, mm-hmm. New York Rangers, Pittsburgh, Columbus and Nashville. That's interesting. I got a buddy at work who's from Boston. His name's Billy. And yeah. Every Billy time Boston. the Boston Bruins are in the playoffs, it gets so it gets to be too much. Yeah. At work, just to hear about it. Uh, so not. I hope that not them. I hope not, for that sake. I hope not Boston. Columbus, Nashville, Minnesota, St. Louis, Calgary, Dallas, Edmonton. Ooh, Edmonton's in the playoffs. Yeah. And L.A. I, so Dallas did. Come out on top over the Las Vegas Knights. The Vegas Knights did not make the playoffs for the first time in their franchise history. In their short history. Yeah, very short history. I am excited for the... I want the Oilers to go far. I don't think they're gonna. But if uh, that's the team I'm rooting for right now. I'm rooting for the Oilers. But I think... I think Tampa Bay is going to win it all. 
Again, Again a repeat. Yeah. It's really tough to do. I think they're gonna. Stamkos is playing really well. Yeah, he is. Kucherov. Yeah, he is. He scored three the other night. Still have uh, Johnson too. Tyler Johnson. Yeah. I think they're gonna. It's gonna be tough. But I think they're gonna come out on top again. That's my prediction. I would like to see the Panthers go far too. I was gonna Sorry. say Tampa Bay, but that just seems like kind of the boring choice. I. But it I, is. I think I'm going to say Tampa Bay as well. But I do think they're going to win. It'd be pretty cool to see him repeat, I guess. Yeah. I guess. Who was the last team to repeat? The I don't really like them. But Penguins? I don't know. I, I can so. Google that if you want to talk. Penguins. Yeah, uh, it was. Yeah, they before beat, that, it was... They defeated the Predators, I think. I think well, it was Detroit before that, 98-99. Or 99-2000. Oh, it's been asked before. Of course it has. Oh, whoa. No, no NHL team has won a three in a row since the New York Islanders won no, four I consecutive meant championships. No, I team to repeat. Oh, repeat. I'm sorry. I think it's a three-peat. No. Well, this is this would be the Islanders' third. Third repeat. Because they won the last two years. Who? Sorry, the Tampa Bay Lightning. I said Islanders. Oh, yeah, they're three-peat. Yeah. This would be their if they won this year. That'd be their three peat. The Penguins are one of only two franchises to pull off the repeat in the past twenty nine years. The Pittsburgh Penguins and Detroit. Yeah, let's go. Because we almost, Detroit almost repeated. They would have been the first team to repeat twice in ten years. I think. Mm-hmm. I remember that being a fun stat. Oh yeah, those were the good old days. Mm-hmm. Well, that concludes our show. Thank you for joining us. We hope you had a great time. We hope you have a great week. We hope will you see learned you. something. Yeah, I hope you learned something. Hope you like our our terrible videos. Yeah. We'll, we'll <laughs> they're, they're not that bad. No. We will see you Thursday. Stick around. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook, Twitter. Write to us. Go to our Patreon page if you want to write into the show. We would love to hear from you. That is all we have. Farewell. Goodbye. See you next time.